Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Following on from last week's sermon, The One Who Holds the Seven Spirits of God, we come to Episode 6 of our seven-part series titled, The Seven Letters. These are the seven letters to the churches in the book of the Revelation of Jesus. So let us look into the letter of Philadelphia. Revelation chapter 3 verse 7 And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things says he who is holy, he who is true, he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. Jesus is the Holy One that is blameless, most holy. He is the true one, true in nature, name, words and deeds. Every aspect of him is true. He is the embodiment of truth. As such, he is God, perfect in every way. Let us reflect for a moment. King Jesus, so great and glorious in his full splendor, holy and true, is speaking to his people. It is in him alone that we can trust, for he is true, right and just. At his word truth reigns and light abounds. Lies are cast down and darkness flees. For he is the King of glory, the anointed one who came down to earth through the bloodline of King David. The very first verse of the New Testament announces the gospel of Jesus Christ with these words. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Jesus lived, died, and rose from death to life. He broke the curse, and he paid the cost for us. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 18, he stands before John in all his eternal glory and declares, I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen and I have the keys of Hades and of death. The keys of life and death, his eternal kingdom and treasures, are in him. He is the King of all kings, the Son of God, the Holy One, the True One, who has the ultimate power and authority to open and shut all things. He opens and no man shuts, and shuts and no man closes. He is exalted above all, and sovereign over all. Revelation chapter 3, 
Verse 8 I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. Jesus said, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. This door has a twofold application. Jesus, the Holy One, the True One, is Himself the open door to the throne room of God, the most intimate and perfect place, one with the Father, one with the Son. Jesus gave himself to us so we could be one with him in a continual love feast of fellowship with God. When we receive Jesus, we are bound in love with him. We are as his bride, individually and collectively. Effectively, in a spiritual sense, we are married to Jesus, the one who is holy and true. We have his name, his identity, and are one with him. In this life we are not bound by any stuff, as we are bound in him. In his love so profound, his truth so powerful, and his holiness so pure, blameless and innocent. We become one with him. The open door is also the door of being a witness of him. It is Jesus by his Spirit who opens the doors of opportunity to testify of him. No force on this earth or under the earth can stop the gospel of Jesus, nor can anything other than Jesus determine our pathway or shut the door that he has opened. He is the Lord of the harvest, and when Jesus walked the earth as a man, as the Son of Man and Son of God, he spoke to his disciples about the harvest. Matthew chapter 9, verses 37 to 38. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest truly is plentiful, but the labourers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. The harvest is plentiful. Now is the time of the harvest, but the labourers are still few. Yet it is for every disciple of Jesus to unite together in his mission and cause. In surrender to the will of the Father, be empowered to walk through the open door of opportunity as his united voice of freedom to the people. To cast down our differences, our flesh, our selfish ambitions, and let him direct our path. Jesus is the Lord of our destiny. He states, He has set before his people an open door. The Lord of our destiny determines our pathway and is indeed in every step. To read some of the amazing testimonies of how the harvest is plentiful 
and Jesus is the Lord of our destiny who directs our pathway, please visit our website and download our In Every Step magazine. So back to those in Philadelphia. They have little strength, yet have kept Jesus' word and are a true witness of him. Jesus is showing them and us today that he is the one who does the work. He is the one who opens the doors. We simply be willing to walk through the open door as we journey through this life. We carry his presence into every situation by our very existence testifying of him. He is the one who is holy and true and loves them and us with a pure love. He wants everyone to know and live in the reality of his love. Revelation chapter 3, verse 9 Indeed, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan, who say they are Jews and are not, but lie. Indeed, I will make them come and worship before your feet and to know that I have loved you. Those in the Church of Philadelphia appear to be persecuted by those who say they are Jews but are not. All will come to know how much Jesus loves his people. We, his people, testify of him and carry his presence. Daily feeding of him, coming into his presence, surrendered to our Father's will, drinking freely his living waters, we are being transformed, refreshed, renewed and empowered. We can live in a continual love feast with him here on earth in this world damaged by evil. Jesus continues. Revelation chapter 3 verse 10. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Jesus commends them of their perseverance, which at some point he spoke over them. They have persevered among trial and persecution, and he promises that he will keep them from the hour of trial. Keep in this context means to guard or take care of. That is, no matter what trial comes upon the earth, they and all God's people will not be affected by it. This is the promise for every disciple of Jesus. We persevere by remaining in him regardless of our circumstances. Keeping his word is being a disciple of Jesus. Having received Jesus, we keep his truth in our hearts and our minds. It's so important because his truth is the foundation that holds up everything as we are established in his truth. We wear his belt of truth and we tear down every lie that tries to elevate itself above God's truth. His truth, Jesus himself, is our sure foundation that we build our life upon. In him alone we can trust. 
by His Spirit, we live immersed in His love and be transformed in His power. Yes, time is precious. As Jesus declares in Revelation chapter 3, verse 11. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. Jesus promises every disciple personally that he will return in all his glory. He will come in an instant at the appointed time of our Father, so we can live in the confident expectation of his return. Jesus encourages his people to hold fast to what we have. That is Jesus himself and every aspect of him, his truth, his name, his holiness, innocence and without blame. Faithful and true is he. As he is, so are we in him. Jesus says, hold fast that no one may take your crown. That is not our crown of eternal life or our salvation. That is living in the reality of victory. That is a crown that we have run the race. We are victorious. We are overcomers in him. Let us reflect for a moment on King Jesus so glorious in his full splendour, holy and true. Now Jesus concludes this letter with an ultimate personal promise. Revelation chapter 3, verses 12 to 13. He who overcomes... I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on him my new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes is every disciple of Jesus. He remains in us and we remain in him. As Jesus is the one who is holy, blameless and true, we can trust that he will bring everything to pass. He guarantees and personally promises, saying, I will, three times in this letter. Promise number one. I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. He will make us a pillar in his eternal kingdom. We will stand in his strength and have a permanent place in our Father's house, a place of strength and intimacy never before experienced or imagined. Even though those of the Church of Philadelphia had a little strength in their situation at the time of writing, They will have and live in a place of strength for all eternity. 
Promise number two. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God. We have God's name. We are his and his ours. That is the name of our Father in heaven. We will be identified with him forever and ever, eternally recognised by all as citizens of God's kingdom. Not only citizens, but his family of royal blood. Wow, there is no greater honour than this. To be the family of God, of royal blood, kings and priests in him. Praise his mighty name. Promise number three. I will write on him my new name. This reflects a special intimacy, full of awe and wonder. The King of all kings and Lord of all lords who rules and reigns forever and ever, gives us his new name. That is the completion and perfection of him in all his glory. Our resurrected perfect bodies, mind and spirit. His new name. The name of God, our Father. So we are God's family. His for all eternity citizens of his eternal kingdom, with a special intimacy and complete wholeness and perfection of him. Revelation chapter 21, verses 9 to 11. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven last plagues came to me and talked with me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me the great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. Her light was like a most precious stone, like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. The bride, the new creation, is restored, renewed in final glory, behold God's people. This is the awe and wonder of what will take place. It is the great and mighty work of God, the fulfilment of his eternal plan. Yes, we are the bride of Jesus. We have the glory of God. Everything will be fulfilled in all his creation according to his sovereign will. Together with our King, we say, Father, your will be done. Let your truth go to the ends of the earth. And then, Lord Jesus, you will come. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.